Hey, welcome back to the Field Trip Podcast. As always, my name is Brent Trahune. Joining me on this episode, he's the cripple threat of comedy, and that's not his name, or that is his name. That's not the one I'm just saying. Uh, yeah, Ryan like, e. Miller. Yeah, what if it was a situation where like no one's ever said that? <laughs> and you were like, oh shit, that's the behind the scenes. That, that's what we call you behind your back. This is yeah. awkward. <laughs> Yeah. And then uh, also joining me once again on the podcast, it's been a while. His name is at Tony Foxworthy. That would be me. Why don't you How give him a nickname? Like the, the smallest penis in comedy, Tony Foxworthy. Like, <laughs> oh God, no. I don't, I don't like to talk about Tony's tattoos like that. <laughs> What's up, boys? Hey, how are you doing? Absolutely, Tony. It's been a been a little while since I actually got to talk to you in person, quote unquote. Yeah. And and Brent, it's been about twenty four hours, and I and I missed you deeply with the power of a thousand suns. Been too soon, as as I would say. (laughs) Uh, Our topic at hand for this episode, uh, I picked the two biggest divas I know because it's (laughs) celebrity demands. And, uh, and if you're not familiar, so you, you hear like celebrity demands, but also that what that, I guess is called in the industry, uh, would be a writer when you, when somebody's like, did you get my writer or what did you include in your writer? That guess that's the contract or the demands that a celebrity will have. So we may reference that a little later in the episode, but you know, you, you guys are both standups. Uh, have you encountered any other like, uh, diva comics? with the outrageous demands. Um, so so I've, I think we've all heard stories mm-hmm. of people that have done it. Uh, I, I've been very fortunate uh, back in my uh, kind of feature days, I managed to just not be with any of those people. I mean, cause, I, cause I've heard some stories about, um, uh, and, and, and I, for the sake of this making it more interesting, I will name names of what I've heard, mm-hmm. but keep in mind, this did not happen to me personally. So I'm not saying this is 100% fact, but mm-hmm. this is just the kind of thing that I have heard about certain comics. Like I used to hear back in the day, uh, George Lopez, who is super successful and, and a very funny man, like very good. But apparently um, I've heard from a couple of buddies of mine that used to open for him that if you would do too well, he would cut your time the next night because he didn't want to have to follow anyone that was tough. Like, like you, you mm-hmm. seem to hear that a lot. Like, that's one of the bigger diva things. I know it's not quite like a writer thing. Like it's not the green M&M separated yeah. kind of thing, but like you get that a lot, which for me, when I headline, I want to be buried, you know, or not necessarily buried, but I want the comic in front of me to do so well. Cause for me, that's an easy energy to ride. Yeah. Oh, they're in such a great mood. Now I don't have to spend the first 10 minutes getting them on my side. Mm-hmm. We can just get right into what we're doing, but some comics, they don't, they're, they're either threatened by that or they just don't want to work that hard if you know they start with a lower energy than what would just happen i've seen uh some uh celebrity comics they'll it's always when they want to bring their opening act and then you see like either the guy's kind of like like a right hand man on the road and also a comic but then also you see them on stage and you're like oh they're they're really good friends and the the headliner doesn't really care what the how funny the opener is clearly because they have to know they have to (laughs) know you know like um and then also there's a a story that i've heard from several comics and from several comedy club managers um i I won't name his name 
but uh, it rhymes with George Lopez. No, uh, <laughs> but this comic and he's doing, he's not doing theaters. He's doing like the high end comedy clubs, but he'll want a, a new pair of Jordans for every show. That can get pricey. Yeah. So, but again, if this guy's packing it out and, and selling tickets or whatever, you know, but then also I've, I've heard like he'll, he wants like a, a new pair of Jordans. He'll drink like a bottle of Grey Goose on stage and then he'll do like two hours on stage. So by the time he's done, the second show is already an hour late and people have been waiting for so long. Um, but yeah, that's the one that I, that came to mind when I heard of just outrageous demands. And usually, you know, all three of us, you know, Ryan, you've been on TV a bunch and done America's Got Talent, but for the most part of our careers, we're doing clubs, comedy clubs where it's like, here's some uh, room temperature, bottled water, stay <laughs> out of the way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cause that's another thing you get too a lot. And, and I always think it's a diva demand. Cause I get it. Uh, but by no means am I on that level where I'm like super annoyed. But the second I started like headlining clubs and I was on TV when like six of their open micers are just in the green room at all mm. times. Like that's another one too. Like, like, like I'm, I'm usually pretty open. And if anyone has questions or just wants to chat, like I, I'm not like, leave me the fuck alone. I don't care about this, mm-hmm. but like, but I get it. You know, I get it. Like if you're a big name and you're like, okay, no one's allowed in the green room. I get it. I totally yeah. understand that. Even if you're not a big name, a green room for me is a time to go over notes to just prepare for what I'm about to do. And, you bomb. know, there's, you know, I've been, <laughs> yeah, yes, Bob. Yeah, like, <laughs> he has to mentally get himself ready so that he doesn't uh, start da- day drinking again. Just, just in my head, you didn't do that bad. You didn't do that bad. <laughs> uh, Tony, have you run into anybody that has, uh, has had any crazy demands? Uh, besides you two, yeah, no. Uh, no so yeah, I well, started... Tony. In all fairness, bringing you along with us was the crazy demand because <laughs> the clubs were like, "No, you can't have him there." Well, it started hitting really close to home when you guys were like, "Yeah, no, I just I get why you would just not want somebody good in front of you." <laughs> I think the last because you're, you're like, yeah, you're like, wait a minute, you've asked me to open for you several times. I don't... <laughs> Yeah, the last road gig that I did was with you, Tony. So surprise. <laughs> that that's I, I can I'll I'll take all the work it can get. I don't care if it's pity or not. Uh, <laughs> so I started off comedy. Um, the very first thing I did, I, I got my foot in the door by working as an usher in mm-hmm. a comedy club, and so I was in charge of kind of preparing the writers or whatever if there was anything rarely was there um and the only one i only had one person that uh it did not want anybody in the green room and it was uh uh kevin pollock okay so kind of a big actor more than comedian in you know in the last 15 20 years probably uh, but still, you know, very funny and was on stage and did well and everything. But it was very much, I'm going to sit in the back, I'm going to do this, and then I'm going to leave. Uh, yeah. I have been <laughs> recently um, over quarantine, uh, I opened for like one of the Def Jam legend people. Mm-hmm. Was, was it and, Hamburger? 
<laughs> no, uh, I, <laughs> damn, I don't, I like to be yeah, I'll just name names because it's more interesting. But it was uh, TK Kirkpatrick or Kirkland, TK okay. Kirkland, yeah, yes. And uh, so he'd been around forever, and uh, but he asked for two clean white openers because he wanted nobody stepping on anything that he did, uh, and it was just sacrificial. <laughs> uh, there were six. <laughs> And, and uh, myself and the feature, we batted 500 maybe, like just to the, like none of them went well. Three of them, you didn't want to cut your wrists in the green room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I do understand that to a certain extent. Well, like I never pick somebody to sacrifice to the wolves. It's nothing that, what, what, but like I'll have a lot of times um where like i'll be at a club or like get to work at a club and they might reach out to me ahead of time and be like hey there's this uh there's this act uh he has a disability can we put him on the show and usually i'll say yes if i if i talk to the if i know the person for sure because i'll always help my friends Mm -hmm. but like if it's someone i've never met before i'll be really tentative about it because uh you know at least for me as, as an act with a disability you really dilute what you do mm-hmm. if the whole lineup is people with disabilities. Um, you, you know, uh, we, we all know him, Lucas Waterfill, who is hysterical and a great yeah. dude. Like he, he's a good friend of mine. We get along great. We mm-hmm. hate doing shows together because part of what makes us unique is that we're the only person with a disability on the show. And when there's both of us there, then it's like, shit, I want to go first. Because, yeah. you know, I don't want to be the one that has to, like, fuck. Because they're like, oh, we've already kind of seen this a little bit. Yeah, and, and to fill people in, Lucas is in a, a wheelchair. It's so, gross. Like, it's disgusting. Yeah, he's a giant yeah. burden. Burden <laughs> on everyone. He's, a, he's a, a good friend of the show who I've yeah. never had on. Um, <laughs> but I do. I do. Lucas is great. Um, so but like, hysterical. I've, I've been trying to like kind of push him to be on AGT. Like I've, mm-hmm. I've been trying to help the guy. Like he's yeah. great, he's super funny. But our acts are are, are kind of in the same realm mm-hmm. that like it make it dilutes both of us. So neither of us can do as well as we should if there's too much of that on. Yeah. That, that, that's why like in general I always hate the kind of tours that are like here's the funny women of comedy here's the because like no like like why those acts can work a lot of times is like if there's a diverse lineup and there needs to be more diverse lineups because it's a lot of white straight male dudes on comedy shows a lot like this show right now exactly well straight adjacent straight (laughs) I'll never tell (laughs) let's jump into our weird celebrities list uh first on the list and some of these are going to be like you know over the top crazy and some are like i can still see why this person wants this but it's also weird so the first one would be jay-z uh he wants uh seven dressing rooms (laughs) (laughs) and you usually get in, in my mind it's always going back to the 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 road comic aspect of I'm sitting next to the hot ass ice machine in a freezing <laughs> yeah. uh you know in the basement green room with some uh room temperature water. So again okay. to have not just one dressing room but seven uh yeah, yeah the amount of times that my dressing room has literally been the trunk of my car <laughs> because there's like nowhere inside. So like cars are whizzing by and my 
my sweet jiggly nipples are like just waving when it's like 10 <laughs> degrees outside because <laughs> so I have to put on my other graphic tee <laughs> so that I can perform. The fresh uh, Ninja Turtles tee. <laughs> exactly. Uh, seven dressing rooms. He desires the temperature to be at 72 degrees. Uh, one love seat, one large couch, and two matching end tables. So we're getting into the territory and we'll find out later with other celebrities. Maybe that's like whatever arena he's at, they're supplying um, the furniture. We'll see later. People are bringing their own furniture. Uh, but I've never been like, I'm not going on unless there's an end table. A matching set. That's what I thought. <laughs> like, fuck, I don't care if there's one on each side. They better look the same. I don't even have matching at home. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, I make, uh, like, there's. I've done a lot of, like, gigs at, like, places that are also the community theater so it has all that stuff but it's never matching it's just like everyone's old couch that's in the basement that's just <laughs> covered in 30 years of semen and a, and a door that's not attached to anything just a standalone yeah, just door. A door yes <laughs> but i get it sometimes i like to put on one piece of clothing in one room and then go to another and get <laughs> so you get seven dressing rooms that's a complete outfit yeah, this is my socks room. <laughs> That's right. And some of these I get, if you're at a certain level of celebrity, you, you are very specific with what you ask for, because if you don't ask for a specific thing, they're going to get you generic peanut butter. They're, they're just going to. Like one of the other things Jay-Z had was uh, high-end peanut butter. So like, he doesn't want like the Dollar Tree one dollar for this peanut butter he wants like i don't know whatever i don't know what high-end peanut butter is but i know it's not what i eat so. it's gucci <laughs> it's from <laughs> well uh, like part of it i understand I, I don't know if this is the case with jay-z but like I, I always forget the band um that that's like the really famous one for like what separating the brown m&ms or whatever van halen wasn't it yeah it's and i have it right here it's uh van halen uh and their contract demanded the removal of all brown m&ms from the group's candy bowl, if any were found in the backstage area, not even not even in the bowl, but like, oh, here's one on the floor under the cabinet. <laughs> uh, if any were found in the backstage area, the promoter would apparently have to forfeit the entire show. Uh, David Lee Roth clarified in 2012 that that part was added into the rider just so they knew that they followed instructions. Yeah, yeah, and, th and that was a, the kind of the point I wanted to make. Like, I always felt that one got pushed like way out of proportion because for them uh, I remember hearing I think it was from that same interview because like at the time I guess they had a pretty elaborate stage set up with like mm -hmm. some pyro and special effects and like wasn't that I think like where the drums would spin upside down there was always like right. weird stuff like that where if they went back there and saw that the M&Ms weren't taken care of they'd be like oh shit we need to make sure everything else was done properly then because if they didn't pay attention to this what else did they miss mm -hmm, on there right. so so sometimes it's for the sake of that um for other times you know I'll, I'll talk about um and brett you probably had to do the same thing because we have that we have the same manager and anytime that like she asks like okay we need something for your writer because i don't know i'm not a I, i'm legitimately not a diva i don't care like mm -hmm. i'm just happy to be, please have the check clear. That's really all I can, you know. <laughs> yeah. Cover parking? That would yeah. be nice. But, but, but they're literally, like, like what I've kind of learned over the years, even when I had to create my own writers before I had management, is, like, you have to be very specific on things. Otherwise, like like Brent said, they'll just throw something at you. Like, like if you don't, like, specify that you need, like, a freestanding mic stand, 
they might put you behind like a, a teacher's lectern, like, you know, where you're like mm-hmm. kind of behind this podium where the mic is just like connected to this big podium. And like, that's not how your stand-up act works. So like, you have to be very, it sounds like you're being a dick sometimes, but it's like, no, that's so I can do my job. <laughs> Otherwise one, you're killing me. One time, me Ryan, didn't you have to do a show with holding a lapel mic? Yes, like like literally just holding the lapel mic because it, it didn't even like clip right. Yeah, <laughs> so to... with your arms, you have to use the mic stand. It has to be at that height. I've worked with uh, Brad Williams, who is a little, he's a dwarf person. Uh, sorry, dwarf person sounds wrong. He's a dwarf. Uh, I've, mix, I've mixed a little person and dwarf. Yeah, he, he's, he's one of them dwarfy things. It's... Yeah, he's a, he's a, you know, one of them dwarf persons. You see the movie uh, Willow? You get yeah. It. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that sounds like um like like a guy probably from any of our hometowns who's trying to be better, but just doesn't have the, <laughs> he doesn't have the he doesn't have the lingo down yet. He's like with one of those midgets. No, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, that's not right. One of them dwarf persons. <laughs> like, okay, you're you're making the attempt. Yeah, but you have to have because I've I've done shows where I'm literally holding a lapel mic. And it's just so like it's the it's the natural pose for you to be on stage looking like you're holding an ice cream cone essentially, but it's like this little lapel thing, and it's just so odd that it'll it'll throw you off. Well, that's funny that you that we brought that up because I travel whenever I'm on the road now. I keep a mic stand and a mic in my trunk specifically from working with Ryan. Because we showed up to a couple gigs where they didn't have a mic stand, and that's sucks for you. <laughs> yeah, it, it, I mean, I can get through it. Like I'm a professional, so I'll figure it out. I just know it's not going to be my best show. Um, it, it was one but of the it's things, your act outs for sure. Yeah, exactly. Because I, I have a certain way I do stuff, uh, and that was the thing that I, I was very happy. I mean, there was such a big budget show, and like I had no real demands. But when I did AGT, I think initially they were just they were like, "Here, here's the microphone," and I was like. I know. I need the the yeah, I the, it's not gonna work if I'm holding this trust me and they went okay cool yeah it makes sense so yeah. so so they have and, and like it, it's funny like when you'll do we've done so many like Elks lodges or whatever that they don't have that kind of stuff and then and on an AGT I had like a dude assigned to me <laughs> who was just the mic stand guy <laughs> he would always come up and like oh let's just make sure it's still at the right height all right good up buddy go out there like that was his job when I was there. There you go, Mr. Sure the mic was there. Exactly. Yeah, basically. Yeah. It, was, it was so cool. Like, that's why you always treat the staff really well. Cause like, man, what a humiliating job to have to like be my bitch <laughs> for 10 minutes, you know? <laughs> to like, get your Jordans every show. Exactly. Like, like how awful does that have to be for someone's self-esteem to have to cater to me for a few minutes? So I'm always very nice to them because I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> well, speaking as one of your openers, it's not the best. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I, well, I make you do Esther. That that was like a little bit of a hazing to make sure you belong. So not <laughs> yeah. not everyone has to cut my balls while I perform. But well, that, that, that was I considered that a, a job plus a perk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What you you gave me the money back once because <laughs> you were like you've already paid me enough. Yeah. thank you. Especially Ryan, now that you have TV credits, Tony could be like, I held his balls when he wasn't shit. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> He's like retweeting AGT like like tweets like yeah I used to hold that guy, most talented balls in America right there. <laughs> that uh, that's how I earn cred with the middle schoolers when I'm subbing. <laughs> you ever heard of Ryan Neemiller? These balls were right here in the palm of my hand. 
let's uh let's move on to will ferrell and okay. uh th- this uh, if i heard will ferrell on list of weird demand or on demands i'd get nervous because i want to like will ferrell so much yeah uh, yeah, yeah yeah i i i picture before you even go because i have i haven't seen seen these ahead of time so i, I don't know these things mm-hmm. i'm guessing it's going to go one of two ways it's going to be oh now this sucks and he's such a dick mm-hmm. there's going to be all this or, or it's going to be the other way where it's like yeah right that's some weird stuff because will ferrell is a weird fun guy and that's why he did it so which way is it gonna go let's let's uh we're gonna go weird he says <laughs> one electric three wheel wheeled mobility scooter uh one headset microphone uh in uh parentheses janet jackson style okay uh which i would also have settled for garth brooks style yes uh, one or- flight of stairs on wheels <laughs> One so he fake... can do Romeo and Juliet at any time if he wants. One fake tree on wheels. <laughs> and one rainbow can be painted on canvas on wheels. <laughs> well, it's not, it, I'm glad it doesn't have to be like actually made of refracted light. It can be <laughs> painted on canvas. He's yeah. not a monster. All right. He will let you. This is Roy G. By, not Biv. Where is Violet? <laughs> so that that, and then he had, you know, I I didn't transfer it over to my doc, but of course he had, you know, bottled water and stuff. Which that's what I I'm like, just have water, stuff, you know, stuff that I would normally ask the waitress for, so I don't have to ask somebody to do it. So very, uh, I, I guess being uh, very normal for being very funny demands. Um, Jack White, the musician, went viral in 2015 with a writer request that was leaked by the University of Oklahoma student newspaper ahead of his concert, along with a banana ban, which uh, White later explained was for his uh, tour members' uh, allergies. So he said no <laughs> bananas. But then if you just see that on a on a, uh, a writer, okay. you're like, what's this guy got against bananas? Yeah, especially because Jack White, like, I don't I don't. I don't know him. I know very little about him, but he just kind of has an aura that like, yeah, what a douche. Like he could, <laughs> he could totally just be like, man, what, what's he got against potassium? Is that? <laughs> I don't want a, any bananas. I don't want to see any of those uh, runts, those Willy Wonka candies with the bananas in there. None of those. <laughs> None of that. <laughs> runts. <laughs> Nothing banana shaped. <laughs> no penises allowed. No, if, nope. if your penis curves slightly, you're not welcome backstage. <laughs> no, thank you. Uh, also, uh, the most notable requirement was a step-by-step guacamole recipe that included <laughs> finely chopped yellow onions and de-veined <laughs> serrano peppers. I think that's how you say that. Uh, yeah, peppers. That's how you say that. Uh, <laughs> uh, White blasted the media for picking up on the story and defended himself, saying it was an inside joke with his tour manager. So maybe, again, it could have been one of those uh, follow these step-by-step things. So I know the rest of the stuff is right. Yeah. I, I mean, it's some like, I get it. Like he might just be a totally cool guy. Like, like Nat has to yell at me sometimes to like, okay, they said they're going to feed you pick something. Just like, <laughs> just say, so like, we got to tell them something. You can't just say you'll eat the peanuts you got on the flight. <laughs> like they're going to get you a meal. Like, all right, fine. This. I oh, brought my diva. own peanuts. <laughs> oh, he wants buffalo wings? What a diva. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, well, and I don't think I moved it over onto my dock, but uh, Larry the Cable Guy, because I looked up comedian-specific ones, and he wanted uh, 50 Hooters-style wings medium. 
that's what that's how I, that's how I would get those. Yeah. Yeah. Just give me fifty wings and 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 uh, four cans of uh, skull or whatever you know chewing tobacco, whatever it was. I don't remember offhand. Yeah, I, I remember hearing on some stories um, in the past, and, and he might have just been messing with them because he was new or whatever. But um, I think I think we all know James Johan. Yeah, yeah. James uh, is a really funny comic. Nice yeah, guy. Very yeah. funny comic. Yeah, I think he lives in Kansas or something yeah. like that. But he's a good dude. Uh, he used to open. He basically kind of got his his break opening for Larry, mm-hmm. and, and he said it was strange because he would go on like you know two week tours with Larry on the bus, and like beforehand. He'd be Dan Whitney, just normal, just regular old dude. Which and the that's second, who is Larry the Cable Guy is, yeah. is Dan Whitney. That's his name. Yeah. yeah. So he would just be, he would just be a, a good, just, hey, just cool, man, hanging out. And then like they get on the bus and then like you have to call him Larry now. <laughs> like, and, 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 and I, I can sort of understand it a little bit because like, I think at this point with just how prevalent the internet is, no one really cares. Like, I don't think they assume that Larry, the cable guy is an actual cable guy or, you know, like whatever, like no one cares in the same way. But I guess back then, if anyone found out that he was just some dude named Dan, (laughs) you know, maybe it could kill his momentum and kill his flow. So sometimes people have like this, this reasoning behind what might seem crazy to others on the outside. Like, man, it it just takes one slip up for your career to go. Mm hmm. That's when I, if I've ever worked me. with like a character comedian or something, I've always addressed them in front of people as the name that they're billed at. Just so, you know, I don't want to be like, Hey Rick. And then they just have them break the mystique of this guy's name is Rick or who, whatever his name is, you know? So, uh, <laughs> Coney, Mr. Danza, please. Mr. <laughs> Excuse yeah, yeah, me. Brett, the, it's, the people. it's Coney Danza to you. <laughs> yeah, what I was gonna say, oh, one of the people that makes that like difficult, like in a good way, because because I like him, is uh, Donnie Baker. Mm-hmm. Because like when you're just like hanging out with him at the merch line, he will drop in and out of character when he's talking to you so many times. Yeah. <laughs> so, so so you're just like, I don't know what I'm supposed to call you right now because there's people here wanting a picture with Donnie, but you just talk to me as Ron, so I'm very confused and I don't know what to do here. <laughs> That's why I, I just go with Donnie or whatever your character's name is, just to make it easy on everybody. And that's why I call yeah. Kanye West, uh, Mr. West. That's what I call him whenever I'm yeah. uh, on tour with him. During uh, I, his, I, I call him Sweet Yeezy. <laughs> I call him Yee. Because we're close. During his St. Pablo tour, Kim Kardashian West, never heard of her, also shared backstage photos of <laughs> two slushy machines that mix frozen gray goose with lemonade and Hennessy with Coke. Those are two separate things, Hennessy and Coke and uh, gray goose and lemonade. So I guess you, I don't know. Is that something you just break down every, I worked at Arby's for three years and breaking down the, the shake machine was the biggest pain in the ass. So can you imagine having to break down the two icy machines for Kanye's tour every night? Oh my God. Ryan talked about the guy, who, like the producer that just was in charge of his microphone. Can you imagine the guy that was like, I got the slushies. We're going to. Where's Slushy Bob at? Like Kanye brings in his own personal guy. <laughs> I trust nobody else with the slushy machine except for Slushy Bob. This is my slushy guy right here. You got to respect him. <laughs> <laughs> Anything he wants, he gets. <laughs> <laughs> uh 
Taylor Swift in a 2008 leaked uh, bus rider. She wants very specific Starbucks things. Again, if you don't, if you're not specific, you're you're not going to get what you yeah. want. Uh, 11 a.m. Yeah. She wants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you will get dirty hotel coffee. Yeah. <laughs> if, if you just say coffee, you will, you will get something that was ground from literal dirt. And not even from the <laughs> hotel you're staying at. They stopped on the way at a hotel that just happened to have breakfast. <laughs> Yeah, the uh, old guy was like, oh, shit, <laughs> pull into that Motel 6. I, uh, Ryan, you know who I'm talking about, uh, but he, like, if you're staying at the hotel, he picks you up for radio, and then he drops you back off and goes in and eats breakfast, even though yeah. he's not at the hotel. <laughs> he just eats with you. Oh, uh, it's the best. 11 a.m., she wants a Starbucks order of one grande ice caramel latte with two sweet and lows, one grande ice Americano with two sweet and lows, and soy milk, and one slice of pumpkin loaf. On her tour bus, she also wants Twizzlers and Ben and Jerry's ice cream. Yeah, as someone who worked at Starbucks for a couple of years, that's not even close to the most like diva order. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, like, like some of the stuff that people want. Like, like, and some people have such like a douchey palate for it. That they could be like, I asked for three pumps, and this clearly has two pumps yeah. of vanilla. That's so, what my wife said, by the way. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's the so, so like I, that like that that doesn't even bother me. Like that like that's that order is just like oh yeah, that's pretty easy. Yeah, like, that's nothing. That's whatever. but again, if you if you're not specific, you're not gonna get what you want. Yep. Um, yeah, especially I'm gonna give you is somebody that's a picky eater. I'm going to give every one of these people a pass when it's stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. if you don't put an order in, you're going to get what that other person likes. That's how that's working out for you. Yeah. I didn't yeah. want cinnamon. Well, I like cinnamon and you didn't say no cinnamon. So uh, by the way, I want to ask you guys, she wants Twizzlers. Uh, we're a house Gosh. divided where I live with my wife. I'm a, a red vines guy and she likes Twizzlers. What say you? They're both trash. Oh, okay. <laughs> he, he he only likes like weird like like he likes that candy that just is like wrapped in orange and black <laughs> and black. The, <laughs> yeah, yeah, filling removers. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's all he likes. He likes I, like I prefer my candies artisan, please. <laughs> <laughs> I only go to C's candy and I import from uh, Germany. That's all the candy that I have. No, I, I'm a Twizzlers guy. Like I'm not a huge licorice guy one way or the other, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm Twizzlers if I have the choice. Yeah, well, it's it's okay to be wrong every once in a while. No, nah, I mean, it's fine. I mean, I'm your guest. It was in my rider that you never correct me. I got you the free and, and, plate yeah, over yeah. Zoom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, what if I made you like like order a fruit plate to have delivered to my apartment? <laughs> that Just I an edible arrangement that you're eating the whole time? <laughs> to, to, to appear on this podcast. Uh, in my writer, I have a solitary. I want just one O. Henry bar. That's what I want. I want the I want root beer barrels, and I want Charleston chew. I want all the hard to find Cracker Barrel candies. Yeah, yeah the candy oh. you'll find at a hardware store. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, 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 I want to really mess with somebody. Like, like I, we, we've all had some like clubs or comedy shows where like we've had a bad experience there. Like there was a bad manager or somebody mm-hmm. was kind of a dude. I, I want to start putting in my writer like old fast food burgers that don't exist anymore but like like i i need the yumbo burger from burger king that's what i need people will be like wait what i, I want a, i want an off-season mcrib that's what i need i want the black whopper <laughs> uh madonna 
is probably doesn't want the black word. She doesn't want anything we want, but, uh, and her 2012 writer, she has a 200 person entourage. I don't know 200 people and neither does she, but they work for her. Uh, <laughs> She replaced the green room furniture with shipped in custom pieces. Other dressing room requirements included uh, were rare pink and white roses. They had to be rare pink and white roses with stems cut to six inches, 20 international phone lines. Uh, Who's who's making that many calls Uh, and a chef preparing vegan food. Again, I get, I get if you have a certain diet and you want, you know, do you want that guy around? Cool. But 20 phone lines. Like, I don't know. I don't, that, again, that's 2012. So who knows if that's even a thing now in 2021 or whatever, but uh, 200 people. How much are you using those? Like how much are you, like, I don't like, man, just shit. Just, you have a cell phone that makes international. Co- you told me that Madonna <laughs> doesn't have a plan. <laughs> Free nights and weekends. <laughs> that's all. Really. So those concerts start before nine. She needs that line. <laughs> Uh, I, I will. It's bringing in your own furniture. It seems the the crazy bat shit crazy to me. Like that is a level of celebrity where you're like, no, I won't even sit on something that might be uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't. It I it could be comfortable, but it might not be. So I'm just gonna go ahead and have my stuff shipped in just in case. Like I've been uh, watching for the first time Game of Thrones, and there's all these scenes of the royalty and their tents. And I'm like, that's a 13 foot long dining room table that some guy had to load on the back of horses or whatever it was. You know, I know the show's not real, but I'm also like, that's a real bed. You're not sleeping in a sleeping bag. Somebody's job was to pack up your bed and move it to the next place. Oh, yeah. I mean, and that stuff happened all the time. I mean, I don't know if you have this on the list, but uh, for something that I know we enjoy in the form of pro wrestling, uh, the rock when he like travels internationally and does movies he he ships his like forty thousand pound gym yeah. so that he just always has his equipment with him because he's got to get his pump on yeah I, I mean for him and that's part of his job you know mm-hmm. like like him being jacked to the gills is why the rock gets the work he gets like that's a huge a huge part of it so i get it but man Imagine like, oh yeah, you're filming in Thailand, so let's ship the forty thousand pounds. <laughs> or the, you can't just use weights there. Like no, just he has no. his stuff that he likes. And yeah, and the thing about flying is you always want to match the weight, but what your items are literal weight. That's what they are. <laughs> yeah, actual weight. Um, what else was I gonna say? I think that was it. Uh, Prince, uh, according to reports in his uh, 2014 UK tour. He requested for there to be no stairs at any of his hotels, which uh, I'm going to add that to my writer as well. No stairs. <laughs> Just so is he staying at crappy motels? Like, or, yeah, I guess. Or again, you know, at ones that have are a fire hazards. Do you have to use the elevator if there's a fire or something? Uh, just no stairs. Uh, and he wanted any obstructive rugs to be removed from his suites. So I guess just rugs in general. Obstructive rugs. <laughs> that is a man who has tripped over more than one rug. I'm the show. And if I trip over a rug, there's no show. <laughs> he also banned paintings or photos of animals and faces. Okay. So I don't, again, I don't know if that's like a, he had a bad trip and then, you know, now faces and animals set him off or, 
or what, but it's just an odd thing. I, I stay in the kind of hotel that has the same mass-produced uh, red uh, phone booth uh, picture that's like the extended stay hotels that I've stayed in enough. I'm like, yeah, I've seen that picture like nine times. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I personally enjoy generic meadow. That's uh, <laughs> that's one that really it, it gets me in the zone to perform. Yeah, it's, it's got to be weird when you're like putting together a hotel and be like, give me th- uh, 300 of those same mass produced photos. And I want to put in every room. Uh, Will Smith, and this is not necessarily uh, crazy demands, but this is what he has. Uh, Will Smith had a $2.5 million trailer built for himself. Again, not a crazy demand because he built it himself. Uh, It sits on 22 wheels, has 14 televisions, $30,000 worth of leather, a full kitchen, which is $100,000 to $200,000. It has a worth of granite countertop, sliding doors like Star Trek, which lead to a wardrobe room. Uh, pistons that allow it to transform to have a second story, which houses a screening room for watching dailies and quote, uh, general getting jiggy with it is what this article says. Uh, there's a shower that costs $25,000 with magic glass doors. Uh, I Ma- Wait, wait, magic? How are they magic? <laughs> what, what makes them magic? I, yeah, no, which can go between opaque and transparent when you push a button. Uh, so again, not a crazy demand because he built it himself, but God damn. Yeah, there's been why, so why do you need it to be transparent? I... Something? Like, like what? Like, like, like who is it? Oh yeah. You can see my dick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's fine. Like that's okay. You're someone who's allowed to see the fresh prince's dick. I just like, I want to imagine him using it to like surprise people. Like he just hides <laughs> in his shower until something else comes in. <laughs> yeah, he, he spent millions of dollars to, to prank you like, <laughs> like he would as a child by hiding behind something and going, boo. I, I would, yeah, that's how, and he's always, he's seen a, a bunch of serial killer movies where the guy's always behind the shower curtain and he's like, I'm not playing that. I want to, I want to <laughs> see through. Uh, also, when he ordered this, he said, I would like the countertops uh, to cost more than Brent's house. That's what he said. Uh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> mission accomplished. Oh. Uh, Britney Spears, when she performed in London's O2 Arena in 2011, she demanded a feast of McDonald's, uh, but bunless. She doesn't want the buns. She just wants the meat and cheese, apparently, along with a hundred figs and prunes. Uh, I don't know that I've ever had a fig. No. Have you ever had it? I was going to say, you ever had it in its Newton form? (laughs) I have. I've had several of those. Uh, Uh, And then you find out that there's just as bad as regular cookies. If not worse. If not worse, because because you've tricked yourself into thinking they're healthy. Yeah. So so you've had a sleeve instead of just three, like you might have normally had. (laughs) That's how I count cookies is by sleeves and not by... (laughs) how many I've had. She also ordered fish and chips to fit in with the, you know, the O2 arena and a picture of princess Diana uh, saying uh, Brittany adores the mon, the monarchy and Diana was many or was uh, in many ways, her inspiration, which I don't, I mean, the person that hated the monarchy the most. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> it just seems odd. I don't see Britney Spears and being like, you know what, you know who I see in her princess Diana. Uh, but, Again, not me. 
so that I, I, I guess I would have thought Brittany's, uh, I call her Brittany, by the way. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we're close. Brittany's <laughs> demands would have been crazier, but that's just because I, she's like, in my mind, like the first diva singer. And she's not a diva, she's just a singer. But that was, in my mind, I would have guessed a lot crazier. But here's one that's more of a diva. There uh, we go. Pa- Paula Abdul. Mm. Uh, hey, 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 be careful. Me and Paula are tight. Was she on the, was she one of the judges? Uh, she actually, she came in, they, they did a surprise thing um, when we did the finals with the celebrity performances mm-hmm. where she came in and danced with the uh, Light Bounds kids. And they kind of did a big like unveil where she took off like because they have like masks and stuff on during it with all the lighting stuff on it. And like at the end, she took off the mask and like surprised Simon because like, you know, they were like original hosts on American Mm -hmm. Idol. So and I guess they hadn't seen each other in a while. And uh, and Paula was very sweet to me. She's a big fan of mine. And uh, until everything shut down, I had the ability to go see her Vegas show whenever I wanted to just go hang out. So so I, I. I don't know what you're about to say now. It could still be who she is, could have been who she was, but I want to give a caveat that Paula was the sweet, sweet lady to me. Well, now that, you know, there are no shows going on because of uh, COVID, let's burn her to the ground, right? She can can do shit for me now. (laughs) So, (laughs) crush her. An insider, that's the source, an insider says she asked her assistants to check the TiVo. That's when this was around, was when TiVo was around to check uh, for any shows or programs that mentioned her and then burn those onto a DVD, uh, which apparently this article says you could already kind of just do that with a TiVo. So it's like <laughs> one more step to burn it on a DVD. She also has been re- uh, been reported that she asked her entourage to repeatedly remind her that she's, quote, a warrior, survivor, and gift. I am totally reminding you that next time we work together. Yeah. <laughs> Brent, you are a lion. <laughs> I am are, a lioness. Yeah, you're you're a lord amongst men. <laughs> you are. It's like the uh, the episode of The Simpsons where Homer designs the car. It's like okay, I want you to call back and say the exact opposite of everything you just said. Homer Simpson is a brilliant man. I prefer that you call me El Conquistador, sir. Uh, Steven Tyler has been selling out venues with Aerosmith for decades. He recently revealed in his autobiography that he would pick girls out of the crowd that he was interested in and have a member of his entourage retrieve her and then make her take a shower (laughs) (laughs) what if it was just that it wasn't to then have sex with them later (laughs) just just women that he thought possibly needed a little more hygiene that (laughs) one right there red shirt stage left (laughs) yeah really sweating it up get her in a shower yeah that Uh, is an indictment Uh, that is a man that knows his fan base that is true uh, he would demand that someone else demand that the woman uh, take a shower so that, you know, he wasn't the guy uh, asking that and uh, wash themselves off in his private shower and be waiting for him when he got off stage. So kind of, uh, I don't How does that work? The, the guy come up and be like, you want to go backstage to meet Steven and also take a shower. <laughs> like, He's got some <laughs> magic shower doors. <laughs> Yeah, don't worry. I can't see it. If you push this button, it'll be <laughs> <laughs> opaque. 
it's it is uh, weird because then if i was the woman or anybody going backstage i would also demand that the artist take a shower because i do stand up or i don't really move and all i do is talk and then i can get off stage and be like "Ooh, i'm stinky so i can't imagine i'm uh, sweaty now yeah just in case you're wondering doing this podcast um and i i get you know from the aspect if i was the person going backstage and I'd want the performer to take a shower. Cause did you guys ever hear that contest? I think it was Nikki six and Tommy Lee had a contest to see who could go the longest without showering, but still get laid on tour. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and I think somebody oh, eventually oh. threw up when they smelled one of the, I'd have to read, look into that story, but just the grossest. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I can tell you just from experience, there's a lot of comics that at least would beat them from not showering. I don't know about the still get laid, yeah. but at least outlast them on the shower part. Uh, yeah, I'm not even talented, and I haven't showered in a good week and a half, probably. <laughs> well, it's the winter time, Tony. It'll dry your ginger skin out. I know that. So does Ryan. <laughs> oh yeah, I've been I've been battling. Uh, Battling some eczema. That's uh, that's why I'm not getting laid. <laughs> I shower often, but now I've developed eczema. So, that, and that's so. the same reason for me not getting laid either. Either is your eczema, Ryan? Yeah, so. it's weird. Yeah, like you do a podcast with that guy, and I heard he has eczema, which means you're probably contagious. <laughs> yeah, it goes through Zoom now. It's uh, evolved, much like the COVID nineteen. Yeah, I, I don't want to break this to you, but I think your wife just might be lying to you, bud. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry. It's I'll edit sad. all this sad part out. <laughs> uh, Mary J. Blige for an artist uh, with the hit song Family Affair. She's decidedly afraid of touching anything that might have touched anyone else's uh, butt. It says nether region, but I'm going to say but. On her 2006 tour, she visited 35 cities and had 35 fresh toilet seats installed. Which, I don't know, if, if you're not the guy that had, like, if you're not, if Mary J. Blige doesn't have to put the toilet seat on, what does she care? Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I guess that could be, for something like that, I don't, I don't think that's diva-ish more than she might just have you know, some version of OCD, like, 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 yeah, obviously I would say I, there's I, some... I, I, I'm buddies with Howie, Howie Mandel from doing AGT. And like, that's just how he is. It's like a, it's a psychological thing that like, he doesn't want germs of anything. So if that's your thing, I feel that's pretty painless in the grand scheme. Just some yeah. new toilet seats. I want a new toilet seat every time. I, I see what I do to mine. I wouldn't mind a new toilet seat every now and then. So uh, that's why I just keep one of those. Uh, I still use one of those like carpeted toilet seat that your grandma covers. had and my grandma had <laughs> <laughs> every grandma had yeah um so ryan if if howie mandel's at your house is he going to take a dump in your bathroom i doubt it he probably uh, my guess he's good i know a lot of people that are this way because i'm kind of this way i don't like to take a dump in public places no i don't either personally yeah because it's not my space so I, i'm guessing that he would be a person that would just hold it until he got home yeah, or, I, or to a, a, a safer location. Like, like I don't see him pulling over and jumping into a a, a Sunoco <laughs> and going in the bathroom there and just really dropping it. Like, because for like I have a very specific reason. For me, it's not an embarrassment over like oh I don't want to I don't want hear people to hear me taking a dump. 
Um, this is probably going to be TMI, but let's uh, let's share, friends. Hey. Uh, for, for me to properly wipe, I need to do a wide base because I have to reach further. And sometimes those little stalls are so narrow that like I can't do the the proper business of, of cleanliness the way yeah. that is uh, should be thorough enough. And and that's a very embarrassing moment to then like. Well, I probably have shit in my ass right now, but <laughs> but I still have to now go do an hour and a half show, <laughs> just knowing that I'm covered in my own filth. I so can't I imagine. Try, I try to hold it until I get home or to a hotel or whatever. I can't imagine how many times I've been in a handicap stall and you've walked in, and then not been able to wipe your ass because I wanted the bigger <laughs> stall. Because of you. <laughs> um. Adele also uh, doesn't want to shit at home. That's not what this says. But <laughs> uh, Adele's celebrity request is crazy, but only because it's not crazy. She demands that anyone who is given a free ticket to one of her shows, uh, that includes record execs, friends, family, must donate at least $20 to a charity of her choice. So that's, well, that's not cool. that's not that yeah. crazy. Yeah, I, I feel that's that that's adequate. That's I like if I got a that. gift card or you paid for my meal, I might as well just tip what I was going to pay for the meal anyway, and that server right. can have a better day. Yeah. Or, or, or you just got off scot-free, and I hope they're homeless. I say... Because uh, <laughs> snap- now that I'm a big-time celebrity, I am tired of people wanting a living wage. Now that <laughs> I don't have to do those jobs anymore, <laughs> they can eat my ass, all right? I hope they all struggle and suffer. And eating your ass, that's a gamble, as we just learned. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, you don't know what ass you're getting. <laughs> That's what I do with servers. I snap my fingers at them and I say, "I say, server, uh, I Bar- just excuse me, bar wench, <laughs> barkeep. I just donated twenty dollars in your name to whatever foundation. So you're welcome for not being able to pay your in bills. lieu of a tip. <laughs> the human fund." <laughs> Uh, Justin Timberlake, he requires that somebody goes around and disinfects every single doorknob backstage and at any of the hotels he stays at every two hours. So that could be a um, Howie Mandel type thing. Yeah. Uh, again, I don't, I, that's not a, to me, that's not a bad thing. Go and disinfect, but every two hours, I don't need that. But g- give a good swab every day. That'd be good, especially if you have all yeah, kinds I, of people. Yeah, it, it's one of those things now, too, where like, that sounded crazier well before like March of 2020. Yeah. Now you're like, yeah, why aren't you doing that? <laughs> I do that at home and no one else comes in here. Like, yeah, please. Uh, in addition, JT, as I like to call him, stands for Justin Timberlake, also known to request that he does uh, not have to share an elevator with anyone. Again, I get it. Uh, just not having to be the guy that looks over and be like, you, you remember when you're in sync? That was awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's got to be brutal for like that level of celebrity to just like waiting for the elevator and knowing, oh fuck, yeah, I'm gonna have to step in here. Or or maybe when he meets new people, he gets nervous and just farts a lot. That's true. He just doesn't want that out there. That could be it. Maybe, maybe, maybe Justin Timberlake is a fart machine. I'm a fart machine. Uh, super nice guy uh farted a lot real gassy <laughs> yeah i should ask that because um i think i've told this i, I might have told the story before i think brent on uh, the cafeteria 
But uh, I don't know why I can't think of his name right now, but one of the other NSYNCers, uh, he was once my plus one at a comedy show. Was it Joey Fatone, Lance Bass, J.C. Chazé? It was J.C. Uh, I, I knew, I wanted to say A.J. Chazé. It was, it was J.C. So, and, and he was a super nice dude. He was great. Mm-hmm. But one of the, uh, so this was, uh, I was doing a show at the Laugh Factory in L.A. And this is my first time I ever performed there. So I didn't know that like kind of the deal was like, oh, if you're performing, you get a plus one. So someone could just come and hang out. And I didn't have anyone coming because I didn't know that. One of the other comics was like, okay, my manager is coming as my plus one, but my manager's cousin wants to come to the show. So like, can we use your plus one? I was like, yeah, sure. That's no big deal. So we're like outside waiting because we had to like walk them both in. Mm -hmm. And like the manager comes up, gives the other comic a hug. And then like right behind her, I was like, is that JC for <laughs> <laughs> and I was, And he was like, yeah, how you doing? Nice to meet you, bro. And I was like, come on in. He still owes me a hand job. He did not put out, even though I gave him a free ticket to you, the Laugh Factory. You'd think that uh, that person would be like, by the way, it's that guy from NSYNC. Just a heads up, just so yeah, you know. Yeah, because like I've been in the business long enough and like, even if it, like he was a super cool guy, like, mm-hmm. like it was cool. And, and I think we all kind of get this way a little bit. Like we're not starstruck in the same way that we might've been 15 years ago, Yeah, but like, it's still cool to meet someone that you recognize that was successful in something, mm-hmm. you know? Cause like, cause my sister was like the biggest NSYNC fan growing up. So I was immediately like, being like, hey, Kayla, oh, shit. <laughs> you yeah, want me right. Like, she's losing her. But like, you play it cool, but like, you don't want to like surprise somebody like like there's a there's an old joke by uh, paul f Tompkins. it's a story where he talked about working at tower records mm-hmm. uh, and somebody came in like just dying laughing because like i was out in public and i saw fabio <laughs> and like they just started laughing and he was like that's a terrible story <laughs> boo and then like later on at the tower records fabio came in and paul just started laughing in his face <laughs> He's like, that's just got to be Fabio's entire life. Just people busting up laughing the second they see you because they're surprised by Fabio. <laughs> yeah, that I don't even, to be honest, I know he's like a muscular dude and uh, I guess looks good or did like a butter commercial, but I don't know why he's famous. He was on the cover of romance novels. He was like uh, the, yeah, he was uh, like the like guy. go-to oh. model on every uh, thing. And then, he was on so many like that his name got popular man i've masturbated to him so many times and i didn't even know (laughs) (laughs) and like apparently like again i don't know the guy but i've always heard stories that he's just a good dude he's just a nice guy who was just a handsome boy he was on the cover of uh a wizards and warriors which is an old nes video game it was and it's like in that style he's like as a viking Mm -hmm. so he just did he just was the cover guy for shit like that like that's all he did and he got famous for it. And, and good for him. Getting famous is hard. So kudos yeah, to Fabio. Flew Shout out face. to Fabio, who I know is listening right now. Sorry what yeah. I did to your image, Fob. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's nothing compared to what that bird did to him on the roller coaster. <laughs> yeah, so. that dude got hit in the face by a bird on a God roller damn. coaster. <laughs> that is now in like the top of his bio. <laughs> like, you know, like, I don't know why he's famous, but I do know he got hit in the face by a bird. <laughs> I like famous to say that, bird hater, Fabio. <laughs> I like to say that bird got hit in the face by Fabio. <laughs> That's true. I wonder if that bird like went home to his bird family. It was like, you won't believe <laughs> who ran into me today. I mean, I played it cool when it happened. <laughs>
but he was on the beast going around the second loop. Uh, David Hasselhoff uh, used to ask for a life-size cardboard cutout of himself. You two both just found your new writer request. <laughs> of David Hasselhoff or yep. myself? <laughs> I want one of Brent Terhune, <laughs> quite frankly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd, I'll, get, I'll get those made up and not sell any. Uh, <laughs> and I say the, the best two for last. So let's talk about Mariah Carey. Okay, this oh. one has to be good. Uh, this, oh, well, when like when you is... originally asked me to do this, she was like, for whatever reason, the name I thought, like, she's got to be on this list. <laughs> That's, yeah. Uh, includes eight, quote, tall, leafy plants, Joe Malone vanilla candles, which I don't know what that is. I'm sure they're expensive. Uh, gun godly. Uh, two vases of white roses and drapes around every perimeter. So she wants every room must be draped. Black drapes are fine. The entry door should open into the living room space, not the dressing room. So she wants a living room uh, where she's hanging out. Temperature must be at 75 degrees. One uh, three-seat couch, plain colored, no busy patterns, black, dark gray cream, uh, dark pink are fine. Uh she previously required an attendant whose sole job was to dispose of her gum because you never know what people are going to do with her DNA, you know? Right. Uh, I, I mean, I already have just a collection of gum that I will, once I get the funding, turn into my own personal celebrity army. <laughs> Mariah Carey, like, like in the gum collecting world, she's the unicorn. Like she's the, that's the goat right there. That's the one you want. So I've seen swallowing my gum since i was a kid just saving it up for <laughs> ryan i've seen your gum collection and boy is it hard to open yeah, uh... <laughs> yeah i made a mistake by putting it into binders so <laughs> now just like oh man uh, uh did the gum thing a uh, fully stocked crystal champagne complete with bendy straws so she's drinking this champagne with a straw i don't I think that's not how you do that. I don't know. Fancy um, though, I like it. Before going, I'll be, I'll be honest with my mustache. Everything has to go through a straw, or it's living in my mustache for the rest of the evening. Uh, I I do like uh, you're and your writer. You need a bendy straws. <laughs> <laughs> now, now I wonder if she would get mad if you got her one of those crazy straws that has like a lot of loops. Are you making fun of me? for having crazy straws here's my favorite part before going on stage carrie wants her dressing room filled with puppies rabbits bunnies and other soft animals so it helps her stay calm before she goes on stage i'm not gonna lie that's awesome that's I, I didn't i didn't know i wanted that until i heard that right now if you can give me a puppy room before i go perform it at Dave's Joke Cave, <laughs> that would be great. And then I'll, uh, she she signs the puppies and auctions them off. No, uh, <laughs> like where do those puppies go afterwards? Do they, you know, to the pound? To, and it's also like she, <laughs> now, in, now they're spoiled, so she has them all killed. <laughs> they're so used. Oh, God, nobody's gonna want a used puppy. She treats uh, puppies the way Mary J. Blige treats toilet seats. <laughs> a new puppy every time. She picks it up by the scruff. This one was at the last city. Don't try and pull a fast one on me. 
Uh, I've also this. I didn't find this, but I did hear like she was supposed to like have a music video where it rained, and she required that the water that was going to be raining down be at a certain temp. So they had to buy like a heater for the rain <sighs> that was about to come down on her or something like that. Uh, and then we'll wrap it up with uh, Justin Bieber during oh, his Biebs. Uh, 2017 Purpose World Tour, a writer for Justin's uh, Mumbai show, was published on Twitter, written in the format of very detailed press release. You can go find this. And I, so I tried to pull out the best parts, but the list included a convoy of 10 luxury sedans and two buses, a suite decorated with his favorite purple carnations, <laughs> a shipped-in jacuzzi, ping-pong table, and massage table. Uh, and then I, I plucked some other stuff from that uh, kind of uh, uh, for the writer, 120 person entourage. So not as much as Madonna, uh, 80 people less, 10 containers will be flown in with. So I guess this is one show in Mumbai flown in 10 containers will be flown in with items like a ping pong table, PlayStation um, washing machine, a fridge. So he's like, I'm going to fly this to Mumbai so I can do my own laundry for one day. Yeah. yeah, he's like, I got this concert coming up, but I have all these <laughs> gym shorts that I haven't got to clean yet. So, uh, Hotels will uh, redecorate his suite and incorporate uh, mogul paintings and antique furniture. I don't know how old uh, Justin Bieber is, but I think he's under 30. And I don't know too many guys that give a shit about antique furniture in a hotel. Uh, licensed female masseuse was flown in and he also had private jet and helicopter on standby. So this might've been like, it's Mumbai. So like with some wealthy promoter, but gee, like to have a plane, just, just in case I want to go pick up a few things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I think part of it. Uh, and again, the, the normal caveat that I've done this entire time, I don't know Justin Bieber yeah. <laughs> at all, but like, <laughs> Uh, I, I think that sounds like an example of like, because that dude got famous at like, what, 12? Yeah. He was like one of the first like YouTube stars, essentially. Yep. Um, like, like when you only know, like, I don't think like someone like us, if we ever got like huge, huge, would be that ridiculous because we kind of, we know what it's like to have struggled. Because, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, I'm almost 40 at this point in my life. So if I finally make it now, it's not like I'm going to be like, yeah, I need gold plated. I was like, Oh, thank God. I'm not going to be homeless. Like that's all I care about. <laughs> but like, I mean, he's been famous since like, he's had thoughts basically mm -hmm. since he like established. So like, and, and I'm sure just because of how much money he's been making everybody else in his sphere, no one tells him no. Mm -hmm. So like he yeah. said, like no boundary or no like sense of not having anything. So I would bet that he doesn't know, he doesn't, like, people like that probably don't realize it's ridiculous. It's just, oh, this is, I, I get things that I like or that I want. So whatever, it's fine, not a big deal. Yeah, in, in my head, he's got all this, all the staff, all the stuff flown in. And I'm from the mind of a, a guy that does the road telling jokes that I'm like, he's not buying any packets of tuna. He's not trying to <laughs> double up in the hotel room. This is ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> what if he was? If he had all of that, but then like all his opening, like his dancers sleep in the room with him. all 120 <laughs> so of them. Get yeah, one exactly. <laughs> I, I want the hotel to myself, but I want it to be a Motel 6. <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing. Uh, no so stairs. 
no stairs and no faces of animals unless they're puppies. Yeah, I want to be in a hotel that's exclusively stairs. I want to stay at an M.C. Escher painting. <laughs> that, that's in my writer. I want it to be, uh, I want to basically have to sleep in an optical illusion. Where the hell is the bed? <laughs> I My request would be to sleep on an elevator with Timberlake, I think. <laughs> Yeah, what if one of the other writers is has to o- will only go in elevators if Timberlake is with me? <laughs> and I that's want JC Jimmy to Fallon's show up writer. Tell me. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that's gonna do it for the show. Do you guys want to do your plugs and we'll get out of here? Sure. Go, go ahead. Go ahead, Tony. I will. Uh, I, I will let you open for me once again. Your <laughs> plugs first. It's a good feeling. I just- <laughs> Virtually cup them balls, baby. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, uh, I've got uh, nothing really coming up to uh, with COVID. So I've got uh, like a roast battle uh, tomorrow. But really, uh, it's just trying to hold out till spring uh, mm-hmm. and summer, fall, whenever things start to normalize. What's your I social media? I just started sending out email, like booking emails again, trying to like it like hope be hopeful that this next season will actually things will be open. So mm-hmm. who knows what's uh, what's your social media at Tony Foxworthy. I am there having fun all the time. And uh, Ryan <laughs> constant fun. You can constant find me fun. on the social medias at cripple threat eight. Um, I do a little, uh, a little podcast, uh, with Johnny LaQuasto and the handsome fellow I'm talking to right now, Brent Terhune, called The Cafeteria. Which you should check that out. We have new episodes every Friday of that. Uh, like and rate and all that good stuff uh, wherever you listen to podcasts. Also just started a YouTube channel with my buddy Gavin Eddings. That Woo! is pro wrestling theme. So we're doing like retro reviews and previews and just random shenanigans. So give that. It was called The Transitional Champs. So give that a, a, a subscribe. We'd appreciate it. Uh, and then CrippleThreat.com for my calendar. Uh, I am getting to perform a little bit uh, where it feels appropriate and safe and financially responsible to do so. <laughs> uh, the next shows I have uh, that are public, I am in Philadelphia at Helium on uh, February 18th through the 20th. So go uh, buy some tickets. It's a limited seating because of social distancing and and all of that, I will have uh, so many toilet seats flown in. So, but that's but that's for my fans. Like, I want the dirtiest <laughs> toilet seat, but I want brand new ones for every audience member. So, if it's used, it gets thrown away. But I want a filthy one. You take home all, all the used ones. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's my other collection. It goes with my gum, my celebrity gum, and my video games. It's my used comedy club toilet seats. You uh, <laughs> you haven't seen. Uh, fan memorabilia till you've seen uh ryan's tom hanks piece of hubba bubba (laughs) i wouldn't have pictured him to be a hubba bubba guy but uh that's why i like tom hanks he's down to earth hubba bubba gump he's down he's down to earth even if he is apparently a secret pedophile (laughs) who is just (laughs) running running drinking the blood of small children exactly as as he does that's actually gonna be my writer as well as a liberal cabal will do exactly (laughs) Yeah, I want one um, gallon of brand name, high-end <laughs> children's blood <laughs> at every performance that I do. Room so, temperature so and video of those St. Jude's kids. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, to, to you, the listener, thanks for being here. Thanks for uh, 
given good ratings on all the social media stuff and tell a friend about the show. And to you, uh, Ryan and Tony, I do have your gift baskets that you guys requested. <laughs> thank you. Thank, thank you. you, sir. So thank you guys once again for being on the field trip. We'll talk to you next time.